Hey everyone, it's early in the morning in New York. Um, it's calm, cool, and collective. Uh, I'm just looking forward to more releases coming out, um, especially for the holidays. Um, I've been dedicated and working. Um, I've read uh, a few books. Uh, I've read Russ's book. It was very uplifting. And it just demonstrates the value of being committed and continuing uh, the journey. And that hard work pays off. Um, I'm reading... Logic's book, Supermarket 2. I'm only like 13% through that one because I was reading both simultaneously. But what I liked about Russ's book is the fact that it had quick, concise chapters. So it made me feel accomplished when I finished a chapter. So when a chapter was like seven pages long, um, it made me feel that if I stayed focused for those seven minutes and I learned as much as I could and I felt good when I finished a chapter and then it was interesting enough to keep going. Um, I tried to do something similar with a lot of my books too. I tried to make the chapters um, straightforward and with enough detailed to get you hooked to it. Um, Russ's book is more of like a self-help book, and there are a lot of keys in there. Um, my books are more literary fiction, um, so it has like more play on your imagination, your... Um, creativity, um, your ideas to bring to life uh, for other people and yourself. Um, I learned that type of style from F. Scott Fitzgerald because that's one of the first books I've ever really read that were real books besides like Bernstein Bears and like Arthur and stuff like that. Um, and I liked how his sentences were straightforward and they were detailed um, with a few words to boost your vocabulary. Um, but it wasn't anything conceited or like over the top. I tried to use symbolism and um, expressions rather than intensive writing technique like something like War and Peace and stuff like that. But those are good books too, but it's just a different style. And what I like about self-help books like for us, 
is that it's almost like an autobiography, but at the same time, he's trying to teach you the methods that worked for him. And that can be beneficial for some new readers. Um, With mine, it's more of like amusement. Um, It does have self-help to a certain extent, but it's more of a creative piece to really provoke you to enhance yourself. Um, Logic's supermarket book. Um, It's more about having... It's more creative like mine, but his is more of like a screenplay to a book, something that like Quentin Tarantino kind of did. And he uses, so far from what I read from the 13%, he uses like ideas like from like clerks. Um, He uses ideas from Quentin Tarantino. And he's using the book as like a screenplay uh, for a movie adaptation. And he makes um, stereotypical jokes. Um, I can tell there's going to be some violence. Um, And there's a potential for drug use. So he uses like drug use, violence, racial epithets or stereotypes in order to entice the reader who has that type of liking of like clerks or Quentin Tarantino. So I'm interested to see how that one goes. That one's going to be more of like a long burn um, because the thing with more creative pieces is that for me at least when I read them is that I tend to like focus and want more of like the details um because there's going to be symbolism and different thoughts um to circle around and to learn from And even though it is in its foundation entertainment, um, you don't want to overlook the metaphors or the double entendres or the things of those nature. So then I saw Obama released a book called The Promised Land. Um, that's more of like a memoir, but it's political and like politics season, um, has been overwhelming, um, right now. So I'm not sure if I'm ready to read that right now. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see his, his point of view and his experience Uh, I've read some of his books before, like The Audacity of Hope and Dreams from My Father. 
Um, I noticed that Tenahasi Coates is going to have an HBO adaptation of Between the World and Me. And it's expected to be released, I believe, on Saturday. So I'm going to double check that. And hopefully it's something interesting to watch on Saturday. I have to figure out the time that it takes place. Um, what else I saw on the news? So also on the news, I saw that Kanye is releasing a song called Hurricanes. Um, I heard there was a hurricane reaching Central America. Um, hopefully that type of sound can make those people feel better during that experience or other tropical areas where they experience hurricanes, even like the Southeast U.S. by the Gulf of Mexico, like New Orleans and like, uh, Texas and Florida, um, what else, uh, I noticed that, um, Taylor Swift, her music and her masters were bought by Scooter Braun, the, the management and leadership of, like, Justin Bieber. Um, and he sold it to a publishing company or a holding company. And he got a big price tag for that. But now Taylor Swift is... Uh, her masters are stored with them. And the only way she could have a sense of freedom is if she re-records every song, hence making it a new song, and then she can own those masters. So they would be like remastered versions of her previous songs. I hope the best for her. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, it's not fair, um, but at least she was able to make some money from her contracts to set her up for the future and give her the opportunity to re-record her songs. There needs to be more fair contracts. Um, I hope with the price I get for my contracts um, that are fair, that things get better for me. Um, I hope the best for Taylor Swift. Um, what else? I... I notice uh, when I've been watching football, everything is going well this season. But since there's like a rise in COVID, I'm not sure how they're going to deal with that throughout the season. 
um, Jamel Hill and other influencers are talking about how the NFL Combine is a form of slavery or it like represents a form of slavery because I'm not sure if anybody ever watched the combine before, but the combine has like, they do your measurements and like your values, quotation marks, like they'll do like how tall you are, your weight, your hand size, your foot size, uh, how high you can jump, like a vertical jump, how far you can leap through like a distance lunge, um, 40 yard dash, what's like your optimum speed, um, how much can you bench press or deadlift, um, so they do all this like analytics and data on each individual player that is to be drafted and I can see how they could feel that's like a form of slavery because like back in the day if you were a slave before you were like purchased they would do like check your teeth check like not your vitals really but like they'll check like your values quotation marks like how tall you are um if they had the capabilities they would do like weight or things of that nature so they would like <coughs> they would like look at you and judge you on all your physical features to see if you are like good stock that could be utilized on the field and they would use that information to know what years would you be at your most prime, your most like skilled, when you have like your downfall uh, or age expectation for that. And they would know when to sell you or kill you off. Like it is symbolically very similar to slavery, the way they assess the players. But at the same time, they make a good point like, if you make millions of dollars from the contract, even granted that, like, for most players, their first, like, rookie contract is usually, like, their lowest-paying contract because the owners and the teams feel like they're taking a chance on that player and they have not much room for experience or things of that nature, but yet, like, the thing is, I understand that once you get signed to a team, you're pretty much in the 1%, and you have certain privileges, and for a lot of people, that removes the idea of slavery, because you get signed, and you become part of the 1%, and you get a lot of privileges, but at the same time, yet at the same time, it's still something to consider.
that the techniques are along the lines of slavery. It's like being a rich slave. Um, that's just something to consider. Um, I don't really want to politicize things or make grand gestures, but it just caught my attention and it caught my eye. Um, and it's something that people should discuss and consider, like see what your point of views are. Like, do you see the correlation between how they used to assess slaves and how they use the NFL combine? Um, if you remove the money aspect, do you see the correlation? And if you do consider the money and the privileges and the power they get once they're signed, do you think that removes all the the whole experience or the assessment? Uh, just something to talk with your friends and family and see if you see the correlation and what do you think? Um, and then one thing I noticed from a podcast I was watching uh, it was either Flagrant 2 or Brilliant Idiots. Um, I noticed that they said that the word slaves come from Slavs, S-L-A-V-S, because a certain group of people back in the day used to capture and enslave the Slavs, like the Slavic people. I don't know, it sounds correct, but I still have to like fact check it and do more research into it to see if that's true. But throughout history, I know for a fact that there has been a lot of groups that have been enslaved and it was usually through to war and battle. So one nation would like win a battle or a war, invade another nation and they would s pilgrimage them into their nation. But they would also, you know, take advantage of the people in a grotesque manner in order to profit or enhance their own nation. That's been happening throughout history with like the Egyptians, the Romans, America. Uh, so that is not, I know for a fact that's nothing new. Um, even with Southeast Asians and like a lot of different groups, almost every nation has experienced it at one point throughout history. Um, and the thing is, once you enslave a certain group of people, you have to justify it by creating like epithets, like racial epithets, certain social constructs. You have to do all those things if you want to do it properly to manage the underprivileged group. Um, so somebody fact check that for me or I'll do it myself and see 
they're Slavs, comes from the word slaves. Um, and then I would also been watching certain things on Netflix. I have to pay more attention to it, but I've been watching The Crown. Um, I'm going to start it from the beginning again to really understand it better. Um, I enjoy British culture. I think it's very influential. Um, Then what else have I been watching? Um, I saw that Shia LaBeouf um, is uh, doing a new movie that I saw a trailer for called Pieces of a Woman. And I really want to get a better understanding of the movie. Shia has been in a lot of different types of movies. He went through um, the childhood acting phase, um, the big net gross movies like Transformers, um, the indie movies like Honey Boy. And he also has been through the in-between movies that had a little bit more value and still caught, like, popular attention but wasn't, like, a mass-market film like Disturbia because Disturbia is kind of, like, one of my favorite stories that he did. But he did a lot that I enjoy because he has, like, a large range and a great uh, spectrum of roles. And the funny thing about Shia in his movies that I like is that you always can tell when he's about to, like, explode, like, when he's about to, like, get angry. He shows, like, small signs before he starts, like, yelling or getting mad. You can always tell that it's coming. And then... um. What else? I saw that Justin Bieber um, released a trailer for a song called Monster. Um, I'm interested to see the music video about that. I liked uh, Kanye West's song, Monster. And Nicki Minaj's part was like the best part of the song. It's probably the best verse she ever did, in my opinion, was on Monster. Um, so I'm interested to see that. Um, what else is going on? Um, I 
I saw that Elon Musk um, is posting funny memes and that he uh, he's been doing more space launches. Um, Elon Musk is from South Africa. But he has a lot of American values. And it's great to see a come-up story like that for him. Similar to Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is from South Africa too. And he had a great come-up story. I hope to have a good come-up story for a lot of people that know my stories. Especially my stories attract a lot of attention. Um, shout out to Austin McCauley. Um, I want to see them put my books in bookstores. A lot of people have been getting my physical bookstore, uh, online. And then also like reselling them for a profit. I'm glad that I could be helping people like that. Um, a lot of people have been writing reviews and downloading my stuff and I also like download and purchase my stuff just to see how it looks on certain formats and certain publishers um what else I've been following the Kennedys. Um, I've always been a big fan of JFK. I have a JFK sweatshirt. Um, They taught me a lot of what was going on in the world in the past and led the way for the world we see today. And I have a good relationship with them and I would like to see more information of like what they are doing in the present. And then one person I want to do more research on is Abraham Lincoln. I know all the basic stuff, like how he freed the slaves, um, that he's from Illinois, um, but he was a tall figure, um, that he was a lawyer. Um, that he was successful um, in the time and that he did a lot of influential thing with the money system in the U.S. But yeah, I want to learn more stuff about him to see if I can grow in a similar fashion the way he did. Um Trying to think what else is on my mind. Um, I've been watching the social network with uh, Zuckerberg. That's always been one of my favorite movies. It's directed by David Fincher. 
I like David Fincher's style of directing, how he treats the plot and the theme and the setting like a maze. So you start at point A, and then it's like you're traveling through time, through different points, just to get to the end. And you might go left sometimes, you might go right, you might lose your way a little bit, but it all makes sense in the end and when you finally get to the right destination. So I like that idea. Um, but I've been trying to watch new things to get inspiration. Um, uh, the weather has been very versatile. Um, it's feels like autumn one moment and then it feels like winter and then it's sunny uh maybe light snow no wind there's just like so many different things going on and there was like a tornado recently and then there's just like that's why I made like one of my latest stories about nature because nature is honest and revealing um, and it's very cyclic and fickle. Um, it presents bounty and turmoil. Um, we have to be grateful for nature because it can provide blessings, some obvious and some, um, more difficult to notice so I appreciate nature mother nature um, what else uh, I've been dieting or doing the best, willing to diet and do my best to be more physically fit because mentally I feel like I'm in a good space and it took me a long time to get there. Um, now I'm working on things physically. Um, uh, I do have some weights in my room. I'm going to try to do those. But I know when you lift weights, it actually makes you weigh more, at least through my research and understanding. So like with weights, you build like muscle. And then when you build muscle, muscle weighs more than fat. So I already feel like I have a lot of muscle because I'm stronger than I look. And... I just want to diet to lose some fat and then hopefully I lose it at a moderate pace so it stays off and then I maintain the muscle that I have so I just like slim down. Um, 
I've been really skinny before because like I ran a lot and did track and sports. Um, I've been muscular because after I lost all that weight, I worked out and lifted weights. So the best way to see muscle is when you're skinny and then you put muscle and weights on top of it to increase your weight by like 15 pounds. And then I gained some weight through to some personal issues. Um, and then now being at a better place, I just want to um, lose weight to be um, normal weight. And then I'm going to stay like that for a while until I see that I want to do something else. I desire to be normal weight. And I already see the experience that I feel more vivacious. Um, and I see the value of that. Um, I'm looking forward to Christmas gifts and Thanksgiving gifts. Um, Thanksgiving is always good for food and family. Um, Christmas is one of like my favorite holidays because Christmas has all the bright lights and a spectacular sense of celebration. Um, so this is like my favorite time of year is the holiday season when there's Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. So I'm going to do my best to enjoy it. Um, I hope to see everyone who makes a difference in my life on a good note to share their appreciation with me as I share their my appreciation of them. Um, uh, I think I shared a lot today, so I'm going to sign off right now. Um, thank you for listening. And look forward to more releases. Hopefully they get released today. Thank you. Bye.